Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers. Our premium stroller and crib rentals are delivered straight to your Disney or Orlando area resort. It couldn't be easier. Book yours at KingdomStrollers.com. And Mouse Pros. Let our travel specialists plan your next vacation. Our concierge-level service gives you the perfect hassle-free vacation. Get your free quote from Sean or any of our magical agents at MousePros.com. And Mickey Monthly, the Disney fan's monthly subscription box that brings the magic right to your door. Visit them at mickeymonthly.com. And now, it's show time! Vahidi Mekyonimana, ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait, we forgot to wake up the glee club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. Hey now, and welcome to another exciting episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk. This week, unfortunately, uh, we are short our Sean Bird. That's okay, um, because our special guest this week is Kevin. So this is our Tiki Kevin, and welcome. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. It's a lovely place, I must say. Yeah, it's yeah. kept up extremely nicely. Uh, is it really unfortunate that Sean's not here tonight? I mean, come on, be honest. Hey, well, he's going to listen to this. I have to be nice. It's not unfortunate for me. I, I <laughs> right. Yeah. Why don't you kind of introduce yourself and kind of um, tell everybody where your uh, love of Disney started, and um, we'll go from there. Oh, great. Uh, so um, my name is Kevin Galuli. Uh, I actually have a podcast of my own uh, that I do, a Disney podcast. We can talk about that later if we like. Uh, but uh, I, I do listen to these guys and enjoy their shows. I've been going to Disney parks probably since I was about six years old. My parents got me started really early. I've uh, been to Walt Disney World more times than I can count. been to Disneyland out in California a couple of times, thanks to my brother living out in San Diego. And uh, about three years ago now, I visited Disneyland Paris. I got a good uh, a good hookup there. Nice. So, uh, you know, checking the boxes one by one here. Um, and uh, just love the place. Uh, what can you say? I mean, you guys know where I'm, where I'm coming from. Oh, yeah. So um, which park is next to check off the list? I Probably Japan. I'd say the Japan one I, I'd like to do next. The uh, My co-host on the podcast has been there before, and he, he's very excitedly told me about uh, his experience there. So it sounds like someplace I want to hit. I mean, dream dream trip, obviously, would be to go to Shanghai. But uh, Yeah, no that's, kidding. <laughs> that's that's, that's going to that's gonna take some, some budgeting. <laughs> so how much does it get rubbed into your face? Because, yes, you've been to Disneyland Paris, but it doesn't quite match up or add up to, to Tokyo. No, it doesn't. Uh, he He's quite diplomatic and uh, gracious about it, believe it or not, because despite the fact that I'm a bigger Disney hound than he is, he's actually been to more of the parks because he's also been to Paris. He's his wife is uh, active duty military, and she is stationed in England currently. So he's gotten a chance to go to Disneyland Paris as well. So oh, wow. he's actually checked off more boxes than I have. Nice. So, but uh, 
it's uh, he and I have a good partnership, and uh, you know we, we complement each other uh, in terms of experience. So that's that's a good thing. And uh, like I said, I, I love going to Disney. We've uh, you know I've, I've indoctrinated the family. Both my girls are complete uh, Disney hounds. My wife. Uh, we've actually been on. My wife and I have been on five Disney cruises. Wow. Uh, the girls, my daughters, my two daughters have only been on four, you know, only. Only four. <laughs> four more than I've been uh, on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, and, and we've had at least one on every ship in the fleet. Uh, we've just been lucky that the itineraries we've picked have uh, spaced it out that way. So lots of great experiences on, on that as well. So, Cool. All right. So I just wanted to get your guys' opinion. This week, the menu for um, Kid Woody's lunchbox was posted online. <laughs> Shockingly, like it looks really good. Uh, they've got a few things that are um, like breakfast items. There's a breakfast bowl. There's a s'mores, um, like a French toast, like sandwich, which I'm not sure how well that's going to go for breakfast. I think you'd get like a sugar crash pretty quickly. There's a brisket melt and some tachos, which which really looks good. It's like tater tots with chili and cheese and some Fritos on it. Um, uh, they're they're not tater tots, Keith. They're potato barrels. Oh, potato, potato barrels. Yeah. barrels. Yeah. Sorry, no, tater tots I, I, do I, not I, exist I in Disney. <laughs> potato barrels. Well, then shouldn't it be um, barrel shows then? Barrel shows. <laughs> Instead I agree. of tachos. Yeah, yeah, but try, try saying barrel shows, and I, I, I don't know. Yes, yes, you have a point, but. <laughs> They they they, t- they tried to go high end but but didn't quite make it. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, realistically, you didn't really have to do a whole lot to stand out in this park as far as food goes. So that's true. I mean, yeah, it's it's a lot of sandwiches, but I, I, I'm kind of intrigued by. It. I mean, there's several things on there I would like to try. You know, once the crowd die down and you can actually get in there and, and get something <laughs> to eat. Right. So. I wouldn't mind, you know, you know, checking it out, like you said, for breakfast and for, you know, lunch or, you know, an early dinner or something. I, I think it kind of will do well, you know, and it's on the kind of other end of the park from uh, Backlot Express, which was the other place that I didn't mind eating at in Hollywood Studios, which is, you know, <laughs> few and far to pick from in there. Yeah, first when I saw the menu, I kind of thought it was, eh. And then looking at it more, there were a couple of good choices on there. And then, you know, looking that it's Woody's Lunchbox, obviously it's it's not going to be some high-end, fancy, anything special. And I think it fits for what it is. And I think it is, when you consider the concept, you know, a, a, a better choice of foods than what they, they could have done in there. So it'll be interesting to try. I want to get one of those uh, one of those alien sippy cups. <laughs> yes, I did see those. That I need one of those. I... That, that looks pretty awesome. It looks like it lights up, too. It does. It's like I wasn't really um, impressed with the uh, Enchanted Rose one that they did, but this one, well, of course it'll be out of stock, I'm sure, like within like two minutes of the park opening. But it'll, um, okay. it'll be in stock on eBay for $400. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Oh, yeah, exactly. true. Yeah. True. Yeah. <laughs> but the, My um, youngest daughter said that if it doesn't actually grab the alien, she doesn't want it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the batteries not included portion of the cup. <laughs> right. If the modified, um, or the Pop-Tarts kind of looked interesting, too. There's a raspberry one and then a chocolate hazelnut one uh, with, like, caramelized bacon on it, uh, which that's kind of sounded intriguing to me. It sounds pretty good. I can't go overall. wrong with bacon, right? 
Oh, yeah, no, no. And I mean, even if it's on a Pop-Tart, I'm sure it's probably still good. So, all right. So with all that said, uh, we are going to uh, kind of fly off our purchase for a quick break, and we'll be right back. FastPass is now available at all drinking fountains in Walt Disney World. Every guest receives one fountain pass per day and not eligible on the following dates, June 1st through September 30th, December 24th through January 2nd, and March 7th. And we are back, except for Scott, if he had to leave. So um, (laughs) as the birds are slowly flying the coop, um, (laughs) for this episode, uh, we're just going to do like a miscellaneous episode. I scoured at the recesses of the small brain that is in my head, and I came up with some questions for whoever is still on the show right now. So um, hopefully it's not just me answering these in a half an hour. So, so It will make for an exciting episode. <laughs> wouldn't it? He asked himself questions. <laughs> I talk to myself, like, all the time, so, I mean, it wouldn't be, you know anything new but (laughs) all right so in your guys's opinion what would be the worst job at walt disney world um it would to me it would have to be the janitors that have to take care of the bathrooms i'm trying to think which bathroom would be worse um (laughs) uh maybe right there as you go into Epcot by Spaceship Earth, because they just seem to always be crowded and packed. Crowded, yeah. Or I was thinking, like, maybe Animal Kingdom near the uh, the, the Kali River Rapids. Maybe that bathroom. Can, oh, um, yeah. That'd be probably going to be disgusting, right? Because everybody's all it's soaked and walking in there. And... Yeah, I was... and they, didn't, they didn't figure on getting as wet as they actually did. I was trying to think of a bathroom that might potentially flood, especially now with, you know, you know, summer coming, you get these freak storms that roll through Florida. And it's like the other day, somebody had a picture of Tomorrowland and it was underwater because it doesn't drain like it's supposed to. And so that, that would, I think would be the worst is going into a bathroom and there'd be standing water on top of everything else you have to deal with. Yeah. I, I think uh, in my, in my humble opinion, of worst job, I'm going to stick with the water, and I'm going to say standby cleanup technician for the kitty area of Blizzard Beach. Oh <laughs> man, at the floater detail is that? <laughs> That's where I was going. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> from, from what I, I've, I've heard, this is probably a rumor, but uh, I heard once that uh, such an incident, if it had took place at Sesame Place up in, you know, up near Philadelphia, that it, it's referred to by the staff as a code snuffy. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> okay, so what is one food from your childhood that you would want to see served in a Disney park? Now, when you're asking this, you mean from a childhood trip to Disney or just when we were kids? No, like like at home as a child, that you would like to experience being a kid again at Disney World with that food? All right, this is a really random, weird answer. And then I don't even know why I'm going this route. When you said kid, it's the first thing that popped into my mind. So here we go. Um, 
when my mom used to fix peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for us, she would always mix the peanut butter and the jelly together and spread it on at once. And I don't know why, but it made the sandwich better. I, I know it's the same thing and it tastes the exact same way, but to me it made it better when she mixed the peanut butter and jelly together. So I'll go with a peanut butter and jelly sandwich that's been mixed together. I've seen people do that before. So it, it does kind of have a different like taste to it because it's not like, like you get like a chunk of jelly like in one bite and then all peanut butter like in a separate bite. It's almost like it's like pre-mixed. It's really good that way. Yeah. And again, I think it's the whole, it's almost like a mind game. You, you see it. So that's kind of, it, it looks, it's all together and everything. So it looks different than a normal peanut butter and jelly sandwich. So it kind of registers. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't really explain it, but that that's what I'm going with. All right, cool. <laughs> I'm going to go to slightly simpler. I'm going to say, considering I'm, I grew up in New York uh, on Long Island, that it, it would be nice if I could get a decent slice of pizza at Walt Disney World. <laughs> I'm in North Carolina, and I'll agree with that answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I think that's that, that's a very humble request, and, and I know that it's never going to happen. I mean, Via Napoli's not bad, but, I mean, outside of that, you see pizza yeah, on the menu, and you steer clear of it. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Via Napoli, I, I thought was great. Uh, but, uh, I mean, it's not necessarily New York-style pizza. It's it's more, you know, uh, Naples, you know, yeah, uh, right. background. But still, it's it's excellent pizza. Uh, but, like, for instance, the, what is it, the the, the new pizza place in Hollywood Enzo's Studios? And pizza, pizza Rizzo? Or? Pizza oh, Rizzo, yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know if that's any good because I haven't had it yet, but... Uh, I, I, I'm I'm not encouraged. I was going to say, basing Just look on at it, no, it's yeah, basing on the past, I'd probably say the odds are it's probably not that good. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's my going in position, and if it's if it's decent, I'm probably going to be pleasantly surprised. The meatball subs there like aren't bad though, but the pizza I've seen it, and uh, yeah, no, it's nothing like New York style pizza. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Of the of the roller coaster attractions, which would you want it to be on? Like strapped in once the ride starts, and you find out that Sean's underwear is in uh, <laughs> the ride car with you. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess the only one I can think of is rock and roller coaster, hoping when you flip upside down, it's going to fall out. Yeah. Or read, it flies you in your face. That See, that was my next thought. I was like, you know, my luck, it would end up like, and I, I can't get to it, and I have to ride the rest of the ride with it, like, <laughs> hanging from my ear or something. So. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean, well, I guess you could go something like Barnstormer, knowing that, all right, all right, I guess, let, let's go back up. Let's preface this. Is it on the seat beside you? Is it on the floor? Is it? It's on the seat beside you. Um, on that case, I, I, I think, I, yeah, I think you have to go with Expedition Everest at that point because there's a good chance of it flying out. I think I, I'll say either that or, or maybe Big Thunder going around some of those yeah. curves. Hopefully, it will slide off and into the floorboard or something like that. Yeah, I think I'll go with yeah. that. What if it sticks to the seat? Yeah, okay, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, okay, so 
Have uh, each of you seen the video for um, for Tokyo's It's a Small World attraction? Um, you talking about like because it has the different characters and stuff added to it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So would you be opposed with them incorporating that at Disney World? No, I would not. That that's one of the few things I have seen where it was a ride that was not quote unquote Disney based. It was not based on a movie or anything where they've added characters in and I thought they pulled it off. It was very seamless with the way they added them in. It's the same style. They didn't really you know, and unless you go in there looking for it, you, I could see where people would easily would miss them and not right. know exactly what it was supposed to be representing. So, no, I would not have a problem with that. I, I, that's one of the few things they've done and added characters into that I thought they've done very well. Yeah, in, in fact, it, uh, if memory serves correctly, the version at Disneyland has, and I don't know if it's as extensive as the what's shown for Tokyo, but there are a number of Disney cartoon characters now interwoven into, you know, appropriate areas of It's a Small World in California. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Now that you say I think you're right, Kevin. I think I remember seeing that, and I think it's pretty close to what they had done uh, in Tokyo. Yeah, because they had, like, like Woody Woody and Bullseye were in, like, America, because, you know, outside the United States, everyone thinks Americans are cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) And, um... Lilo and Stitch were in like the Polynesian area, um, and those are the two that come to mind. There may have been others that um, I'm forgetting, but yeah, it definitely in California they've had that, but they don't yet. They don't have it in Florida. The only thing they've added in Florida that I know of recently is uh, when you're coming to the end of the ride, uh, they've got some kind of gizmo that reads your magic band and the screens say goodbye to you, you know, yeah. personally. Yeah. I got so excited when I seen our names on that screen. For some reason, it's like I screamed like a teenage girl. <laughs> it's it's almost creepy, right? It's like they're, they're yeah, it you. is. <laughs> Have a nice day, Keith and Jennifer. <laughs> we'll be watching. We see you on the kitty boat ride. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, uh, if you could choose one Disney princess to accompany you prom, which one? And how would you ask it? Ask her. You, you saw my uh, my tweet earlier, didn't you? Because of this. <laughs> Actually, no, I didn't. But oh, okay. okay. There, there was somebody here. Uh, somebody's car was parked at a grocery store, and someone had window chalked prom like on all the windows. And I was just like, Ooh. one. I was like, if that was my car, I would be severely upset because now I got to drive home trying to read, <laughs> look through prom on my window. But, um. I, I just don't get kids nowadays. I mean, how hard it is to walk up to someone and say, hey, you want to go to prom with me? No, we've got to do something window chalk in a car or something. So, wow. Which princess and how would I do it? Uh, I'm drawing a blank. Um, I guess because the only one that came to mind was Jasmine. I have no idea why, but that's the only thing that came to mind. God, I don't have to go really big because she's a princess that, like, real princess. Um... I guess I would have Jeannie do some fireworks and then say like prom in the air or something like that. I don't. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm. You got me on this one. Yes, finally. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, I'm going to I'm going to preface this by saying that you know my favorite Disney princess is my wife. Oh, oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. Well done. Nicely I done. I sucked, I, I sucked up. Um, it's not even Valentine's Day, bro. I know. Well, you know, I got got always. You know, it's always nice to have gas in the tank. True. Um, and I'm sure she's going to listen to this. So, uh, what I will say though is, and I actually mentioned this on either the first or second podcast ever that I recorded with uh, my co-host John. We, we, I don't know how we even got on the subject, but I, I mentioned that of all the Disney princesses that I've encountered over the many many years that I've been going to the parks. I don't know what it is about Disney casting and their hiring process or whatever, but Belle is always smoking hot. Yes. Amen. Like they, 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 there's never a Belle I've ever seen that doesn't get it done. I mean, and not that, not that like Cinderella or Ariel or, you know, Tiana, well, the Tianas I've seen have been very, 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 very pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, but like in general, it's not that they're not attractive women, but like Belle is always smoking hot. And I, Kudos to Disney for getting that done. Um, so I'm going. I'm going with Belle. And how would I ask her? Uh, I would. I'd. I'd send her a book because you know she's a she's a reader. I'd send her a book with the inscription asking her to go to the prom. Nice. Yeah, your idea is much better than mine. <laughs> well, I, I had I had longer to think about it. Than you. <laughs> well, if Sean was here. And and his answer would obviously be Ariel, and I think that he would actually go back in time and ask her to the enchantment under the, the seed dance. Nice, nice. So is, is, we're is thinking of you, buddy. Is his son going to come back in time to play guitar at the show? I sure hope so. That'd be awesome. One point twenty-one gigawatts. <laughs> And he's got his thoughts for his mom. Yeah, that, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Which Disney character would you not want to follow with a pooper scooper? Wait a minute. What? Say that again? Which Disney character would you not want to follow with a pooper scooper? Oh, that's easy. Pumba. <laughs> I was going to go Dumbo, but I think Pumbaa's a pretty good one, too. Yeah. That, yeah. No, that's easy. Pumbaa. See, I thought I would stump you guys with that one, not the prom one, but... <laughs> <laughs> now, you got it backwards. If we were two women, the prom one would have been easy. Right? <laughs> yeah, it would have been bang. Yeah. <laughs> All right. This one's pretty good, too. If you could make... A perfect meal, appetizer, entree, a dessert, and drink from any of the restaurants on property. Like pick and choose, like off of the different menus, and make a perfect meal. What would they be? All right. Um, you said appetizer, entree, and dessert, and drink. Yes. Um. I think appetizer, I'm going to go with the dumplings from Ohana. The entree, I so badly want to say something from Victoria and Albert's, but I had like five entrees, so I don't know which one I would pick from. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a seven-course meal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> entree number five, that's the one I would choose. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, entree, I will go with... I don't mind well going blank on this one. Um, I don't know. I had a really good... I guess it was a steak. I don't remember what kind of cut it was at Flying Fish. So I'll go with that. I'm thinking it was a filet, maybe? It probably was, because that's... that's it can charge the most money right. for those. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then dessert, I'm going to pick, I don't want to go back to the same place, but I'm going to go back to Ohana and I'll do the, the bread pudding from there. That stuff is amazing. Yes. And then drink, um, I'm not a huge liquor drinker, so I'm just going to go with, I don't know, whatever, a beer somewhere. I, I don't know anything. I'm sorry. That's, that's going to be a boring answer, but I don't Shop know. Shop for offer grapefruit, perhaps? Um, no, I said beer. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't really know um, what I would pick for that. Kevin's probably got a much better. He's had a better answer for everything for these. So go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> so uh, my appetizer, I think, would be the uh, the sushi at Morimoto's, which was amazing. Uh, main course, I don't know if they still serve it, uh, but I had. Uh, a, a fantastic uh, scallops dish at Monsieur Paul mm. uh, in Epcot. Uh, it was really, it was really good. In fact, up until I ate at Victoria Alberts, I I swore that Monsieur Paul was like the best restaurant in, on the property. Wow. Um, so that's entree. And then what was it? Drink and dessert. Yes. Uh, yes. Drink, man. Oh, you know, I had the. What are those things? What are those things called that they they, they get served in the copper mugs? Moscow Mule. Yeah, oh, Moscow. Cool. So at at the Via Napoli Pizzeria, I had a limoncello mule. Ooh, that sounds that good. Yeah, I'll try that. Outstanding. Um, and depending on how full I am, I have like two different desserts. So like if 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 I'm not too full, gotta go with the the Sunday named No Way Jose. Oh, the beaches yes. and cream. Um, the No Way Jose was outstanding. Um, if, if I need a lighter fare, of course, I'm going straight to the Dole Whip. Dole Whip, Dole Whip, Dole Whip is equals life. Amen, uh, just, sir. We just made Keith's night. Yes. Finally, somebody <laughs> on the show agrees with me on that. All right. Um, all right so um, his last one is um, if you could choose any TV or film star to ride a Disney attraction with, whose would it be and which attraction? Past or present person. It doesn't matter. So, so dead or alive doesn't matter. Right, yeah. Okay. I think as far as the star, I think Neil Patrick Harris, just because of the huge love he has for Disney and someone that I could just kind of geek out with about it and not feel, I don't know, intimidated or anything. Cause I, I feel like I'm kind of, you know, I think we all kind of can unite on that general level with, you know, our Disney fandom and everything. Uh, what attraction would we ride? Um, I'm thinking if I'm going that route, it's going to have to be a classic. So either small world or carousel of progress. Um, which was longer, so you can maximize your time with them. <laughs> well, I'm thinking more of which song is the best, which is Carousel of Progress. So 
that's what I'll go with. And it might even actually be the longer of the two. It probably is, I think. What is, what is it between which and which? I, I caught the Carousel of Progress. What was the first one? S- Small World and Carousel of Progress. Oh, the, the, but yeah, I think the the song for Carousel of Progress is probably longer. So yeah, and the, definitely, the, definitely the show is longer. The show is like 40 minutes. Okay, then there, there's my answer. I'm going with Carousel of Progress. Yeah, that's that's. I, I envy that choice now that you said that because it's maximizing <laughs> maximizing the time with the with the person because uh, um, I would I would want to ride with Walt Disney and I would probably want to ride the I'd say either Pirates of the Caribbean with him or the Carousel just because I, I got that image from. Uh, saving Mr. Banks, where Tom Hanks yeah. is, you know, yeah. on the carousel, you know, with uh, with the author, and uh, and if I can't get Walt Disney, I'll settle for Tom Hanks dressed as Walt Disney. <laughs> well, right, right, here's here's my follow up to you, Kevin. Since you said pirates, are you doing pirates at Walt Disney World or pirates in Disneyland? Well, pirates in Disneyland is longer, so if that's if that's the criteria, then I'd rather do that because that's the original ride. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to go on that one if that was the choice. All right, I'm jumping on this. Kevin just stole Whoa, my backup that one. Voice from beyond. <laughs> yeah, right. Just popped up like from the grave. Yeah. Wow. So I actually was going to go with Tom Hanks, and I would choose. I think it's now called Walt Disney Presents, or as we know it, One Man's Dream. And mm-hmm. because you really have no time limit in there, just a complete walk through and see how. Walt's childhood all the way through adulthood and from movies to theme parks, um, how much it has impacted Tom and his career since obviously he has done a lot with the Disney company and even being Walt Disney and, and saving Mr. Banks. So that would be my attraction with him. And of course you are, each of you are incorrect. That's, uh, <laughs> that's my Sean impression. No, um, but, uh, the answer is Sean. I would do um, the rock and roller coaster with Steven Tyler. So he could sing the songs as we're riding the ride. For all would he, two seconds. Would he be allowed to make the um, the shocker sign as he's walking <laughs> through the, the queue? Uh, of course, that's our ride picture, man. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to both like Disney, blow him up. Very, and just... <laughs> all right, well, before we wrap up, Kevin... Being that it's your first time on the show, we're going to put you through our tiki lightning round like we do all of our special guests. So five questions. First thing that comes to mind, your first question, favorite character? Stitch. Wow. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Last time on a show. Uh, Favorite snack? It's my my last time on the show. What? (laughs) He belongs in the tiki room. uh, I've actually heard people out in Tokyo say that it's, it's actually a good addition got to be better than what they did to the <laughs> went out in California for a while. Under new better. management. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that abomination. Yeah, that was bad. The, the Renault that shall not be named. <laughs> Second one, favorite snack? Bull Whip. Favorite Smart man. Favorite movie? Ooh, um, Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Ooh. Favorite attraction? Avatar Flight of Passage. And your favorite theme park memory? Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, actually, it happened a couple months ago. So 
we were down at, in Florida in February. We went to the parks, and it, we caught the, the very tail end of the International Art Festival. Is that what it's called? I can't remember now. Um, at Epcot. And Festival of the Arts. I'm sorry. International Festival of the Arts. And so we're, it's late in the evening. It's the last day of the, of the festival. Uh, one of the family has to go use the restroom, so the rest of us are kind of lingering smartly. And my oldest daughter runs over and she says, Dad, you need to see this. And I said, okay, let's go. So we <laughs> walked over and it was a print of a painting that mashed up Epcot with the Haunted Mansion. Really? So wow. it was. I seen that one. It was three. I'll have to send it to you guys after we get off. Uh, after we get done with this, I'll send you a picture of it. But it was three figments uh, pretending to be the hitchhiking ghosts. No, nice. oh, that's awesome. That would be awesome. <laughs> and it had like uh, allusions to Epcot and and the Haunted Mansion in it, and it was perfect. And it turned, and I said, uh, "This is coming home with us." <laughs> and, <laughs> so it just turns out that the artist who created it was sitting there signing his art. Oh right? wow! So yeah, he was sitting, and I didn't know that that was him. But my my daughter was like, "Oh, that's the guy who did it." Uh, so we buy it, we bring it over to him, and he talked to us like, "But my wife." But by the time you know, my wife came back to the group, and he talked to us for like forty minutes, and it turned out that. Not only did he do this painting, he's an Imagineer, and he's the artistic director for the Magic Kingdom. No kidding. Yeah, and we and he just talked to us for like forty minutes, just like chit chatting with us about. And I'm we're, I'm like melting as we're talking to this guy because <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, dude, can we switch places? I have no artistic ability, but you know, I'd love to have your job. Um, and it was it was so cool, and it totally happened by chance. I mean, we probably would have walked right by it if not for the fact that someone had to stop and uh and yeah it was it was like a once in a lifetime situation so and we like, now know it, which one of kevin's kids are his favorite right. that's right they, they, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well they've both done things that disney related that have made me proud of them so <laughs> all right kevin so thank you for coming on the show we appreciate you you know, filling in for Sean, I think you did a much better job than he ever can. So, uh, thank, thank you for very much for having me. Yeah, you should start me. your own podcast. <laughs> what a great idea! What a great idea! I think I'll uh, call it. I think I'll call it. Don't make me pull this flying off and over. <laughs> <laughs> Available on iTunes and Google Play. So, all right, there you go. Here's your segue. Go ahead, Kevin. Tell everybody, you know, where they can find you, your podcast, everything else. Go ahead and anything else you want to you, uh, pitch and put out there for everybody to check you out on. Awesome. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Uh, you all can follow the show, my our show, John, John, and, Ke- John and Kevin. Uh, it's at Vader Mufasa, right, two dads. Um, so at Vader Mufasa is our Twitter handle and our uh, our, our Instagram, although the Instagram is, is fairly <laughs> dormant shall we say that um, sounds like ours <laughs> yeah yeah the um the show is on itunes um you can either search traveling dad because uh, we're hosted by travelingdad.com or you can search don't make me pull this flying off and over if you want to do a little, little bit more typing um my twitter handle is at kevin galooly so k-e-v-i-n-g-i-l-l-o-o-l-y and uh what else oh we're on facebook we have a facebook page uh would love to have some more likes. It's uh, www.facebook.com slash Vader Mufasa. 
Yep. Thank you. Cool. I mean, the two dad, that, that's, that, that's, I like that. I like that touch. The Vader Mufasa, that's pretty Vader cool. Vader Mufasa, yeah. That's what we came up with. We were saying, well, they're, they're two dads. Uh, they're they're not the worst dads in the world, and they're not the best. Well, Mufasa probably could be the best dad in the world, but <laughs> you know, they, they they both have good good side and bad side. So we, that's right. what we decided to go with. Well, that's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Get your premium stroller and crib rental at KingdomStrollers.com. Let the vacation experts at MousePros.com help plan your next perfect Disney vacation. And don't forget to check out our store at RedBubble.com slash Tiki Talk Podcast. You can connect with us on social media. Find us on Facebook and Enchanted Tiki Talk, Instagram and Twitter at Tiki Talk Podcast. You can also leave us a message on the Tiki Hotline, which is one 256 my tiki Two five six four six nine eight four five four. And if you enjoy the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find Sean. Yeah, it's okay. Don't. Um, uh, <laughs> you can find me uh, <laughs> um, on Twitter and Instagram at Dole Whip Daily. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Campbell or on Instagram at Scotty Boy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at mholly five seven nine. For our special guest, Kevin. Thanks for listening this week. Alan, take it away, buddy. Thanks for listening this week. For Sean and Keith and Matt, I'm Alan. And this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Aloha.